0: Get ready to be inspired with tips, tools, and easy-to-digest information. Let's do this.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Soul Tribe podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the soul's contract, and we have a little, some few tidbits we have, an idea we want to get into if we have enough time within the, the, I guess within the subject kind of, of, um, soul contracts. Um, so the first thing that I would say is uh, I'm very, I'm a very visual reader. And so the first time that we decided that we, we really liked the, the, the subject of soul contracts, not only because a lot of people ask about things and soul contracts come into play into the records and the reading. Um, but, what I really liked is that I was always very visual and receiving responses. Like I know if it comes from the masters of the individual of the soul or of the guide, I can see who I'm connecting with. And then when it has to do with the book and the contract, a lot of times, maybe the person's not even asking something specific about their contract. They're asking a question. And when, when the masters put the book in front of me, like a visual and they flip all the pages of the book and they bring me to the back That's their signal to me that we're talking about the person's sole contract. That doesn't, I don't really want people to think that you could only find the contract in the back of the book. It's like, it's more like that's my, like my definition or my signal, my signal from them to help me to help me more rapidly connect with what information it is that we're, I'm giving them. Because it's really interesting that you can tell somebody something, but if you tell them, okay, this is in your soul contract, it's almost like there's a sense more of urgency. There's a sense of more attention from the individual. And the masters know these things about our mental aspect. So it's like they make sure that for me as a reader that I'm first informed where that information is coming from. So what I find really interesting is because you would think, oh, all the contracts that that my soul has ever had is in the back of the book. No, Um, that's not actually not the case. And if you did our Akashic Records level one course, I'm sure we talked, I mean, I know we talked about this. Um, what happens is you have a life. The soul has a life in that, in that moment, that timeline, once The next timeline comes into play and that's the consciousness that's currently connecting to the Akashic book, that contract from that other, or the other timelines are no longer valid as active. They're no longer active. What happens is that turned into knowledge and wisdom. And so it seeps into the first pages of the book, which is experiences and things known and absorbed. And it's part of the essence of the, of the soul now. So they already accomplished those lessons. So in the back of the book, what we do have is that current timelines, active contract. So what's pending to learn in that life, what the person wants to accomplish, what they want, who they want to bump into, what scenarios they really have planned out nicely, like things like that. I love that you said it's like a cue, like you, you, you see it
0: and they flip to it or like visually you flip to it and it's like all of a sudden you're paying attention to that information. And it's like important to let that person know that that's part of their contract, I suppose. Um, yeah. I guess, cause I don't see this visually at all, at all. Like for me, they'll just say it's in your contract or contractually this, you, you and this person are, you know, found each other in this life because you need to learn these lessons. Do you also see the relationships and the connections within that, end part of the contract of the book? Like, will they show you, like, for example, if someone asks you and they come to reading for you, it's like, um, my husband and I, we met 10 years ago, we're married. I'd like to know if we have some kind of soul contract together.
1: That, that will usually first come up as like a response. I'll start getting responses. And if there's something really important inside of the relationship, they might highlight, Mm -hmm. I can see them. It's not that I see them. I can't read the words, But I see them like highlighting a section, like that's their way of letting me know this is actually written in their contract. This is very specific for the souls, or this is very, like, detailed for the souls, right? That's cool. Um, So I might get, I might get something like that, Um, and then I'll have souls where they'll have four pages. I'll see, I can, I can kind of sense the density of the contract. So I'll have souls that have four pages, five pages, like, you know, there's not, there's not really a number. I've had a few, very rare, but a few souls where it's like, yeah, you have like two lines and that's about it. Wow. Like, yeah, excite me up for that one. I want, <laughs> I want that contract. <laughs> um, basically what that means is that person is coming with null, no, no, no karma, or just like basically you're here to enjoy. Maybe that's a line in the contract. You're here to just enjoy. You're here just to be. You're here just to... Some souls like literally spent so many lives cycling through lessons that when they finally finish... Which is, this is a, this is, this is a heavy game. This is a heavy game because if you say, if the soul says, actually, now I want to go back with no karma and I just want to enjoy 3D, which not is now. a very nice thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's not a nice thing for the souls, but that doesn't mean that you don't have, they're not stuck again. That's like a really. They're still stuck. We're all stuck here. No, not, not, if you have no more, if you have no more. If you have no karma, you don't... But when I say stuck, stuck, I
0: mean, like, stuck in this 3D world and these rules and this kind of living. Like, you can try to live outside of that, but you're still part of this energy. I mean, that's why
1: it's so difficult
0: and dense to live here.
1: Yeah, no, but when I mean stuck, I mean, like, they're going to have to keep coming back in the lifetimes. Oh, yeah, no, no. This soul just finished its evolutionary cycle, and it doesn't have to come and incarnate again. no, 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 yeah. They can decide to never incarnate ever again, yet they said... Some of these souls said, let me actually go back and just enjoy 3D from a place of no karma. I mean, I've seen cases
0: where I've seen that a soul's come back through reading that they needed to come back like now during this time to help the awakening. Like that's come up. Yeah. And it was like, they they didn't, but they didn't have to. Their soul's like, we need more people. Like. I'm coming in.
1: Yeah, that's dangerous though, because then if you do something that n- negatively affects somebody, you might get caught in the cycle again. So it's a dangerous game. To, that's what I'm it's saying. Very like it's very play. It's very self. No, of course the souls are very selfless. We're, we're we're speaking from like a human perspective, brain thinking about it thing. Well, right? dang, thinking but, of
0: it as dangerous is also with a human brain. It's not dangerous. It's just evolutionary. It's just.
1: Spiritually speaking, well, it's
0: it's a Lucia, it's, Lucia
1: considers it dangerous. I, can, yeah, I consider yeah, that's it like the Lucia because, brain, right?
0: Yeah, the soul doesn't also, look at it that way
1: at all. It depends. I've I've channeled souls that are like, I didn't want to come and I don't want to come ever again. I've channeled souls. Like yeah, that. there are some souls yeah. that are done with it already. Yeah. So it depends on what soul you're talking to. There that's are quite true. a bit of yeah. I think that we're, we're living in an era where a lot of souls... That's an area you were saying. I think we're living in an era where a lot of souls are like the selfless thing, right? I'm going to go because my elevation, my wisdom, my energy, my presence there is going to help the awakening of humanity, right? But if you talk to the souls when they're not incarnated, they're like, yeah, I'm done. No, this is it. This is the last time I'm like doing it here in 3D. Maybe they'll go to 4D or something, a less dense planet, but they're they're a little done with, with Earth, right? And some people...
0: Like they definitely have that idea, like we were saying that they're, they're incarnating because they need to be here during this time because of their light, their wisdom, but also they have lessons intertwined with that. It depends. I think that's so unique to each soul, but it definitely feels like I've seen a mix of that with people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then you were saying something like some souls come here to help and things like that but they still have to like deal with the 3D stuff. This is true. They're still living in the same reality, but perfect scenarios and alignments yeah. and, and, and situations will come into play. It's almost like you consider them lucky, yes. but it's not that they're lucky. It's just that they don't have to go through that as severely as other people. So it's almost like the universe and the soul's contract with the universe is like, yeah, just let this come into play and and let the person just whiz by that a little bit more, right? That kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Some souls are here to help, but they have to go through the human scenario because they have to understand how it feels before they assist people, for example. Yes, very true. So it doesn't mean that your karma is to suffer through some sort of abuse because you later on help abuse people or traumatize people. No, it might be just because the soul goes, well, I, I need to kind of go through it when I'm young because when I'm older, I need to understand that what it feels like when i'm finally assisting so it might not be that they had to go through that because they have to they're going through that so they can better assist and better help so there's a bunch of scenarios that could be playing in that you you think oh i must have a bunch of karma no maybe you don't have a bunch of karma maybe you have these lessons that had to come to better assist the mission that your soul was the only reason why it's here for example yeah
0: that's very true there's just such a mix so of complex. stuff. Yeah, it's so complex. Yeah. And, and this is why it's like, there's no way that you can generalize anything. Like we can talk about contracts generally in this sense of like how you see them, how we individually as channels even see them. Like we don't even see them the same. We, we might even receive the information differently, but I thought it was a good day to talk about the contracts because I've been feeling, and this is something we were talking about off air um, about the clauses. So this is, I mean, we've actually created a whole course on soul contracts, which kind of runs in parallel to you doing level one or level two. So it kind of helps you understand that a little further. And it was all channeled also through our masters and guides. I'll make sure I link that below in the show notes if you guys want to check it out. Um, but to me, it feels like we're all, we all have, very similar clauses because of what, you know, what we've been speaking about, about living through this interesting time in history. Um, And I think there's certain clauses that we've all kind of signed up for, or they're activating, whatever you want to call it. And we can't really escape
1: it at this point. So we're, we're going through an era where it's, this is like crucial, Mm right? Right we all already know because we've talked about it so many times, 2020 was go in. It, it was a process to help you slow down, figure out what you are, really are. Like, oh, I'm not just this body. I'm not just this flesh. And I don't have to live this rat rat race life. Oh, wait, what kind of life have I been living? Like question things, reconnect with yourself, figure out who you are. And Hopefully you took that time and hopefully you figured out what you were doing wrong and what you're doing right and what, how you can do things better or what's more aligned for you. That was the purpose of staying still in 2020, right? 2021 in itself is the next process of awakening, helping you continue to try to, you know, what, you know, that was showing it to me. It's almost like you have the glasses, you have the glasses where you can, okay, so you're you're walking down, this is how they showed to me. You're walking down the street and you're having your busy day and you can only focus properly on what you really have your vision towards. Like, oh, I'm over there, I'm, I'm heading to the, towards the office and I can only really focus on the office and maybe a few people I pass, right? And then 2020, that's, that's before, that's like 2018, for example. And then 2020 comes in, it's almost like you put on a pair of glasses. Let me see who I really am. Let me really start clearly seeing things, right? Yeah. Then they show me 2021 comes into play. It's almost like you tried to clean your glasses, but it's like you don't have the proper products or towel. And instead of cleaning it, you're making it dirtier and worse. (laughs) Right. So now I'm focusing on too many things and things start getting blurry. And I actually start kind of being easily deceived or easily convinced of things. And I can't, yeah, distracted. I can't see things anymore properly. And now what you need to do is you need to discard those glasses and decide, no, I don't need glasses. I just need to center myself, not be busy. Like the, the scenario in 2018, where like you were only seeing specific things because you're so occupied looking over there and heading towards the office, for example. In this case, now I'm like, no, I've gone through all these processes and now I know I don't need the glasses. I don't want the glasses. And I want to start seeing reality the way it is, not being distracted or manipulated with my vision over here or over there, right? So that that scenario is something that we need to work on for 2022 coming in, right? It needs to be, get, get rid of, stop trying to clean the glasses. Just now let's get rid of the glasses. We're done with that. I don't know if that makes sense. No,
0: yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) The way I was kind of seeing the first, when you're saying, when you talk about 2018, you're like laser focused. Like I have to get to work. I'm focused on that. That. And then there's like somebody on the side of the road, like hurt or there's a dog and you're not seeing anything. It's like, you're just, you're just in this like trance getting from point A to point B and there's so much going on around you and you're not seeing it or feeling it or connecting with it. And life had to stop a bit for us to, to reconnect to ourselves and everything. And now it's us doing it again, but in a different way.
1: Those are better words. Yeah. You said it in much better words than I did. I think that's clearer than the way I was trying to say it. Yeah. Um, I think we needed your context for me to be able
0: to say that though. That makes sense. Yeah, I completely agree huh? that I needed to have that glasses vision for me be, to be able to say that in words. If that makes sense, you brought forward the yeah. image.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely okay, agree so, with that. Yeah. So the so now let's rewind to the middle part, the part where you're trying to clean your glasses. That is the whole junk we're in right now. Right. We're trying to clean our glasses, trying to figure out what's true, what's not true, what's right, what's wrong, what's like, you know. Mm-hmm. Everything's foggy and funky and nothing's very clear. Um, that that would be a process that, that that we would call the awakening. Things have to get blurry, possibly complex. So the human, humans can go, wait, what? No, wait, no, what? So it's like this whole going back and forth with yourself, with the people around you, kind of like, no, no, no. It's like, it's not like crises, but it's like complex situations need to come into play. Yeah. And what happens when that complex situation that come into play are coming from external circumstances? So call it if you want manipulation. Call it if you want someone else's agenda or alignment, right? What happens when someone else's plan perspective or projection affects so many individuals on earth then we have this scenario where everyone's all these souls that are being affected by it they have a part of their contract where there's a clause that what we call it it becomes activated it was grayed out before. That's how they show, They were showing it to me. It's like there was grayed out before. It was something that was like in case of. It, it, I love like that reminds me of the airplane thing, right? Yeah, I think I've said this before. Where it's like you have the stewardess. You get on the airplane. The stewardess is saying, well, you know, in case of an emergency, make sure to put the mask of the person yours and then the person next to you after. And so it's not something that you're really considering that you're going to have to uh, do or go through. But it could come into play. Possibility. The information is there. Yeah. Right. The contract's the same. Clauses are, and you'll have a bunch of them. Like if, if, if I were to ask the masters to bring me in and focus into the contracts, I'm not even shown them because there's just so many scenarios that might play out that have clauses that are all grayed out. Right. So if one of those scenarios comes into play via the free will of other individuals, and it, it affects all these people. All these people's clauses are going to now light up. It's going to go from gray to light up. And then it's going to be imported into the contract, basically. Now it becomes actively inside of mm. the person's contract. Now they're living at. Now, now that's a new lesson. That's a new experience the soul's having. So we all have our clauses activated now. Because we're a collective. And they're incorporated. We're a collective. Yes. There's no
0: way that they can't all be. We're all affected
1: by it globally. Also, they, yeah. were, they
0: were showing to me with these this this clause activating, it's at different levels. It feel like it has grades or like we were talking about the onion layers, right? There's layers to it. It can start from your own um, relationship with your spirituality to the relationships you're in and the people that are in your life, to your community, to how you're interacting with your work, to the global situation, and then to even further out like spiritually speaking to other dimensions like to me this all goes like it just from in out right that's how they're showing it Mm -hmm. to me and it all affects everybody because we're all in this united collective we're all one and until we can realize that fully i don't think
1: we're going to be able to change much (laughs) There's a lot of people that are not spiritually really aligned, so I don't think everybody will.
0: Yeah, I think part of that's I awakening. I, mean, I hope,
1: hopefully, I'm wrong.
0: <laughs> no, hopefully we're wrong, but it just feels like it's going to just take longer,
1: like unnecessarily. Okay, longer. so then, then then there's a whole other scenario that comes into play. We, when we're talking about the fogging of the glasses, that part of that part of the plan of Earth, that fogging of the glasses that the Masters are showing me, that can't carry on for. Ever. No, of course not. Right? So yeah, people have an X amount of time where they their souls can continue to try to wake up, but and try to wake up in the sense, oh no, wait, I'm seeing things funky. Something's going on. Wait, let me take my glasses off and actually start start using my own senses to really see what's going on, right? If the souls don't get to that point where they realize they need to take their glasses off, then it might be that the soul decides to retire at some point, aka leave. Right? Yep. So we don't have, as a collective, we don't have forever to go through this, this crisis. No. And we'll be channeling more about
0: what's to come soon. But I think how long this goes on, how this all plays out depends on how we are looking at it and how we're taking action on it. If more people would have woken up, this would, oh, this would have been done. Been done. <laughs>
1: yeah, this would all this would be done.
0: done.
1: Finished. Yeah. But we're not closed. No, no, no. <laughs> this is why I
0: think the more we can see everybody's free will come into play, the more we can keep seeing that it's going to take longer. And then we keep saying that, like, remember, like, this isn't over. This is just kind of starting, right?
1: And I'm still, I'm still waiting. Like, I keep... I don't know. I keep feeling like things are going to get worse. And then I, I think, I think, wait, it's, I don't know. It's not that. No, it's not that. No, no. It's something else. Something else. No, not that. And I'm just like, I'm like on the edge of my seat going, what is it? What is it that I keep feeling it's coming? Because everything I see is like that. Yeah, that's bad. Nope. But I don't think that's it. Nope. That's bad. Yep. Nope. Not it. Not it either. Hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah. I think it's pretty massive. What's coming. I don't, it's not, it doesn't feel nice. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see.
0: No, I'm still optimistic at that. Whatever we get to, we're going to end up getting to more, uh, more awakening. It's just going to take longer. And I hope we get there. I really do because we all need that. So, yeah, this is what we we're talking about, like the clause, this claw or these clauses activating. And this is in grand part why we're having such a hard time right now. And why everything feels so dense and why we're going through what we're going through. This was part of, I mean, it could have happened. It could have not happened. And I think that's also why the Akashic Records wasn't showing us this way before. Because there was a possibility of us being able to bypass this somehow if we were all awake, but we weren't. And there were people that
1: still don't want to see stuff, so... It could have been, the way that they're showing it to me, it could have been something where it partially hit, it's like a scenario similar to that, to to what we're living now, could have hit certain regions of the world, but didn't have to hit all of them. Mm. But it was really needed for it to hit on a more mass scale. Yeah. So that's the timeline we ended up on. The timeline, exactly, yeah their 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 t- yeah their timelines so the, the the other thing I wanted to add to this is and anybody who's heard our podcast before knows that like I used to not be able to accept parallel lives. I was like, nope, mm-mm, put it in the box I'll visit, revisit it some other day, but can't accept that one right now, and that was many years where i couldn't I couldn't accept it, but I've you know not too long ago, I was like, okay, yeah, I think I can accept it now, like I can't under- fully understand it, but I can accept it. And now I'm on a whole nother scale Well, like, maybe once every two, three months I'm tapping into some sort of parallel life. Mm -hmm. And I remember every detail. And I know exactly what I'm trying to be shown. Like, I know exactly, like, the lesson that I'm being shown. So the reason I'm talking about this is because the one that I had a few nights ago, the the tapping in I had while I was, you know, I, I obviously astral- projected to another time parallel, you know, the timeline or something. Um and I was shown it and just like here, a clause was activated, that a scenario that played out that affected the world. It's like the souls are experimenting with different kind of awakenings and different kind of clauses on different timelines or different parallel lives you want to call it, right? So the one that I tapped into recently was more about the weather, mm-hmm. so I don't I don't remember confronting at any point in the dream sickness or any worry about any sickness or anything like that. It was the equator, the Ecuador line around the equator line. You mean Ecuador? <laughs> That's a country. Divina. <laughs> but the equator. Um, <laughs> the línea how do you say in Spanish the line? I
0: think it's... The line. I don't know. I don't remember. But I can tell you in English it's equator.
1: I think I'm saying it in Spanish. I don't know how to say it even. Okay. <laughs> the equator, that's the area around the world where all the countries that were falling in that that region, they all had aligned weather, like normal, I guess you can say good weather. And the majority of the countries that were out, and I say majority, it's like almost all of them. The majority of the countries that were out of that region were exper- experiencing in one day all the different seasons, like radically. Like they came in and out like crazy, just boom, 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 boom. boom. And in in this parallel life, the scenario that I was experiencing my partner and I were going on vacation to Jamaica. So that was one of those countries with a neutral weather ground. And so that was like the vacation place to go if you live outside of that area, that block of safe zone, I guess you can call it. So it was like, yeah, we're going to a place where like you know exactly what the weather's gonna be. And we were very excited about it and we really enjoyed it and it was really nice. And then when we came back to Holland, we arrived with rain. Um, which is normal. That's a normal Holland, by the way. That's fine. Very normal. <laughs> nothing weird. Nothing weird about that part of the dream. Like, oh, rain. Okay. That's Holland. Definitely. Um, but when we got to the house, I said, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go do some shopping. So I was going to get food because we just came back from vacation. Right. So I'm going to go do some shopping. And then like it all, I was watching the scenario and, but oh, it's like, I was watching the scenario, but also going through it myself. And I was like, Packing this massive backpack which was normal for me to just go do shopping, like just to go get groceries. This is a backpack that I always had to pack. And I'm I'm while I'm going through the scenario, I'm going, What is what is Lucia doing? I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, what is Lucia doing? What is this? What why would you you're carrying all this stuff and then you have to come back with groceries and you're going on the bike? Like, what is this? And so she packs all this stuff and sandra says to me okay you have everything right you, you, you're good yeah yeah yeah. i got everything i need okay and i put the massive backpack on i get on the bike and i start com- like seeing around me and i'm like passing seeing people pass by who have the same kind of setup as me they're prepared for a lot now like i don't i w- i'm going through this whole scenario not knowing why i have all this stuff i'm thinking what is what am i doing what is she doing what is lucia doing and But everybody was kind of in the same scenario. And when I left the house, it it started at one point, like, it started getting hot. It went from, like, the rainy kind of weather where it was, like, a bit brisk to, oh, in the middle of getting to the supermarket, it started getting really hot. So I, like, get off my bike. I take my backpack off. And this all feels natural. Like, I'm not getting mad because I have to get off the bike. I'm like, oh, okay. All normal. And I have, like, biker shorts under my pants. Like, Always prepared in case it gets hot. Like it was like all normal, and then I take off my my like semi thin sweater, tank top, ready to go. Like weather under, I take my backpack and I grab my flip flops, take off my shoes, put them in the backpack, and keep biking to the supermarket. So now I'm in summer weather. Now the sun it suns out, and it went from like 10 degrees to like 30 degrees in like two minutes. So I keep biking to the supermarket and I park the bike. And I'm like, oh, it's really nice weather out. It's perfect for a salad. <laughs> <laughs> so I start grabbing salad stuff and I grab some ginger and some like orange juice or whatever. And then I'm like, okay. And then I come out of the supermarket and I'm like, oh man, it's snowing. And like the ground is already little, like you can see, semi see the ground. It's like less slushy. You can, it's like just starting to snow, right? And, uh, oh man. Okay. And I put the stuff in the basket. Right. And I get on my snow boots, my, it's like my snow, snowboarding pants and my winter jacket. And now it's all all sudden freezing and I'm like, okay, scarf. Okay. Let's go bike back to the house. And by the time I get back to the house, when I get in, I look on the backyard and I see just the grasses. By the time I got back here, the, the grass was all covered in snow. Wow. Right. And Sandra's like, yeah, you got all the seasons like usual, huh? Miss Jamaica, huh? I'm like, uh, yeah, can we just already move to just Jamaica? I'm done with this already. Like, I'm done. <laughs> so, like, Jamaica was, like, the, the place, one of the places to be because it was one of the neutral weather places, right? That's where you wanted to be. Um, that's the clause that's activated there is, like, the awakening for people to, like, wake up. What's going on? What are you doing? Look at the world. Look, like, that's the chaos that was hitting the world at the time. Instead of COVID and all the stuff that we going through and the tyranny. Well, in this case, it was, it was the weather. The weather was limiting you like crazy. Yeah. So
0: I do I'm feel like, wow. that like in different levels. And I feel like I'm also been connecting to parallel lives. I just, I don't have what you have. I don't remember it. I wake up because usually I'll wake up at some point, either I'm going to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, or I'm like turning over and I wake up. And I'm like, Whoa, that wasn't a dream. Like I know I was somewhere else and I, it's usually me in the dream doing something else with other people. I've had weird people pop into my dreams. It's been really interesting the last... I would say like the last month or so. It's been really interesting. But they're definitely parallel <laughs> lives. Ooh. But it definitely feels like there's struggles in those parallel... Because like, I don't wake up feeling great. I, I know that there's something
1: difficult no, going just, on. They feel they yes. feel heavy and They dense. feel just as complicated. You have You have worries... You have still those personal scenarios that you're feeling them heavy. Yeah. Like it's still 3D. Yeah, yeah. It's just another 3D scenario the soul is deciding to live through.
0: Yeah. Do you think those, do you think in those parallel lives there's like a clause within that life? Like, or is that, like, do you know, how would that,
1: because that activated. The weather one, the weather was a clause one. Yeah. I'm saying it's a clause because it was was made to affect... Everybody. Everybody. And I feel like there's some manipulation. It felt like there's manipulation behind it. Like, I don't know if Lucia was aware of it when I was tapping into that moment. Like, the Lucia that's living through it there, that version of Lucia that's living through that scenario, I don't know if she's aware of it, but when I was pulled out of the scenario and I came back, I knew that there was some sort of manipulation going on for the weather. Interesting. Yeah, so who or what? I didn't get into those details of course, but um or why? <laughs> but it's a, it's a clause that was activated that's affecting basically everyone on the planet except for the people that are in the mid area, right? Yeah. And um and it it's external, so it's a clause that activates. It's an external entity that is doing something that causes I mean, if and then, I think that I think that's I think that says everything like yeah. Just the fact that, it, just say the word clause and it's like, it's either someone, someone's free will is being used and it's affecting too many people. Hmm. You can consider that Or that could be at a, at a massive
0: scale too. Like for me, that parallel life that you're talking about to me feels like decisions that people have made have affected the weather. So it's everybody's free will is at play. Yes, it could be that as well. Yeah, it feels like that, at least in that parallel life. And I don't think we're far off from something like that here with climate. <laughs> not because, I, maybe not, it's not necessarily because of free, the free will, but there's other things at play here.
1: Well, I think that a lot of the climate stuff is um, Gaia's shifting her energy, you know, yeah. the 4D, and she needs to help. She needs to shift around, and she's trying to also help our energy. It's like she can't keep everybody anymore because not everyone's vibrating to take care of her. Yeah. Not everyone's really connecting with her. That's the thing. What are she, like she, she has to protect herself. Connecting with her she's protecting herself. That's, that's all she's doing. And she's also changing her energy. Well, She's already in 4D, so she already actually changed her energy. She's just being affected by those that are not... You know, those that still have those foggy glasses, right? Yep. That kind of thing. She's still being affected by those individuals. But if you want to talk to the other version of Lucia, I do think there's also weather manipulation big time. I somehow believe that too. Feel that. I don't believe it. Like I, in my gut, I feel yeah, it. Yeah. Like it's I, more than I, believe I, it. Like when I say feel I feel
0: it. it, for me
1: it's in my gut too. Like I feel that. So, I do think some of it's natural. Some, some of it is, yeah, of, of course. I would divide it into three categories. Some of it's us doing really shitty things. Like, I mean, come on, the plastic in the ocean, something has to come back at us for all that. And just right? the way we're living. And eating too many animals and, like, not not. no compassion for sp- other species sometimes. Like, yeah. it's just, right? So, I think that's one of the, the scenarios. Uh, another scenario is her energy shifting, and her having to find a way to vibrate with all the energies that are li- living on her, mm-hmm. on her land, right? Yeah. Um, and the other one is I do think there's still manipulation as well. I agree with all those. It feels really aligned. It's kind of cyclic. If you think about it, it's like a cycle because the last one goes back to the first one. Mm-hmm. That manipulation also is us doing crappy things that affect. Yes that affect her so it goes all of it just circles back and forth and it just all feeds itself and it's like it ramps itself up right yeah yeah it's
0: a vicious circle it feeds off each other yeah wow all right i think i've said everything i wanted
1: to what about you yeah yeah i just wanted i wanted to touch on the parallel lives because i wanted people to if anybody's been having the scenarios we've been having we're like you guys have noticed that you're tapping in to paralyze because learning and you're not trying. It's just kind of, it's just naturally happening. Yeah. Right. So we were really wondering to get feedback from you guys and see how many of the listeners are going through the same. Yeah. Like, so if you've had any of
0: that, we would love to hear it. Yeah. I'd love to hear like send either a DM on Instagram or Facebook or email us. You'll have our contact information below, but Yeah, I agree. It'd be cool to hear if anybody else is experiencing this in the last, I would say, couple of months. For me, it could be a little bit past. It could be more than a month ago. But I think a month ago is when I actually started connecting that it was a parallel life, too. And very, like, these experiences are crazy. They feel like they're actually happening. Like No, you're living through them. Yes. So weird. Kind of amazing. Like, I remember
1: feeling the heat... I remember feeling the heat of the bike ride. Like I, it was like this humid, it just stopped raining and it was brisk. And now all of a sudden it's like freaking hot. I'm on the bike. And I remember even the feeling of the humidity and the heat and me going, I'm so done with those changes. Let's just go to Jamaica already. Like I was, I was so frustrated in the, in the, in that scenario.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. So yeah, definitely comment, uh, message us, comment, whatever. Um, so yeah, we'll see you guys next week with a new episode. If you guys have any ideas, and last week's episode, we talked about this empowerment series that we want to work on, and we're going to be working on that for quite a bit just to find the right people to talk about the topics that we want to talk about. But if there's any specific topics or specific guests that you think that we could get in touch with that you would recommend, definitely send us an email we'll put our email in the show notes and let us know we'd love to hear your feedback we want to make sure we're bringing people on and subjects on that you guys are interested in and that you feel that you need empowerment with we might have not mentioned it but we're open to hear it and we'll do the best that we can to bring that information forward for you guys so yeah we'll see you guys next week with a new episode take care and we love you bye guys Bye, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you.